Welcome to the Offer Letter Podcast, the place where real career coaches and HR professionals prepare you to answer job interview questions. I'm your host and interview coach, Michael Manzano, here to help you get your offer letter. Today's question is, why are you interested in this role? So you might get a question like this right at the start, and it might be something that replaces the infamous tell me about yourself question. There was a reason that you applied for this job, and recruiters want to know what that reason is. You know, was it for the money, and you might be making 10000 more a year, or maybe the title you would get? Or did one of your friends tell you that they get unlimited vacation days, and that's what you want? Whatever it is, then how can you convey this message the right way to recruiters? So our guest today is Sarah Seymour, who has experience assisting with entry-level hiring as a senior analyst at a boutique financial litigation firm for three years. Since then, she started her own podcast geared towards helping college students and recent graduates figure out what they want to do professionally through a series of informational interviews called What Do People Do All Day? So Sarah, welcome to the show. We're super excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. Yeah, so why don't we dive right into this? Uh, this is an interesting question, you know, of why are you interested in this role? So first of all, why do recruiters ask this question, Sarah? Yeah, so I mean, I think at a base level, really, they are trying to gauge your interest. Um, they want to make sure that you actually want this role or, you know, is this just one of hundreds of jobs that you've applied to and you're not actually especially excited about it? I think recruiters generally would prefer to hire someone who's actually excited about the role. And they also want to know, you know, like, did you do your research? Do you really have a sense of what you're getting yourself into if you get into this role? I know that in my experience with recruiting, there were sometimes candidates who maybe didn't have a clear sense of what they were getting themselves into. And then, you know, three months, six months into the job, they were really unhappy. And that's just not good for anyone involved. Yeah, that's uh, if you don't know what you're getting yourself into, you might be in for a big surprise. So it's always good to do that research. Always important to do those things. So, Sarah, why don't you give us some tips and tricks and how you would answer this question? Yeah. Absolutely. So your answer ideally should be about the substance of the role. This is a little bit different than sort of your response to maybe a question about why you want to work for a company more broadly. It should really be an answer that delves into what you're hoping to do on a day to day basis and how the role will capitalize on your skills. You don't want to sort of be talking about other aspects of the role that you might be looking forward to, like there are great perks and benefits, or you've heard the salary is really good. It should really be about the substance of the role and what you're excited about within that role. So quick question, like what if you, you know, things that you're interested in doing or, you know, there's like growth opportunities. If you want to do things outside the role, how would you bring that up? Well, first of all, should you bring it up? And then how would you bring it up? Yeah. So I think that if you are interested in aspects outside the role, I guess my, my first point would be also going back to the general tips and tricks point is that a good way to learn about what is involved in the role, a good starting place is just the company's website and make sure that you've done your research on the company's website. But then to get, I think, a little bit more of a detailed, a, detail, a more detailed understanding, um, 
you might want to conduct some informational interviews with people who are either in the role that you are applying to, or you might want to um, reach out to some people who are formerly in that role. Either way, I think it's a helpful way to get a little bit more color on really what the job entails. It also has the added benefit that, you know, the person that you speak to in that informational interview might then reach out to the recruiter and sort of report back that you have reached out to them. And and that can be really helpful in terms of further demonstrating your interest. But it will also, to your point, help you figure out if there are sort of aspects of the job that are you know, not necessarily included that you might be interested in. And I think it's completely reasonable to say, you know, I understand that you're I'm applying for this role. There's this other aspect of the company. Are there any opportunities for me to sort of get a little bit of exposure to this other aspect of the company? And it will sort of give you a sense of, you know, how flexible or rigid the role is. And it always comes back to that research that you mentioned before. You know, lots of people think that you just got to look online, but you mentioned things like informational interviews, you know, talking to people who used to be in the role or maybe people who are in the role or at the company. And that is like a goldmine. You know, you never know what kinds of information you can get. And, you know, Sarah, you are the perfect person to talk about those things. And we will talk about that a little later about the informational interview thing. But before we go to that, why don't you give us an example of how you would answer this question? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll give an example for when I was coming out of college, I was applying to uh, a couple of different law firms that had paralegal programs or analyst programs. And when I was asked this question for the company that I ultimately uh, was given an offer for and then accepted that offer, I said something along the lines of, you know, a big part of why I'm interested in the analyst role is that I think eventually I want to be a lawyer. And I know from speaking with a few former analysts that this role is just about the best view that I can get into what it's like to be a a lawyer before even going to law law school. Additionally, having spoken with a few former analysts, I understand that this role is very substantive. I've had a number of law-related experiences previously, but I'm excited about the opportunity to use my analytical skills in a fast-paced environment. I've had the opportunity to develop my research and writing skills in an academic setting, but I'm looking forward to the opportunity to develop those skills further in a professional setting. And it's great that you did reference those other analysts that you did talk to because it does give you some some of that clout. Now, how about uh, if when you do refer back to these people, do you ever name drop or should you ever name drop? I think you can. I think in my experience, it's not necessary. I think the the main thing that I'm looking for when I was in a recruiting position was, you know, did you reach out to anyone just because that demonstrated interest? But if you did name, like if you were to name someone that you spoke to, I think that that's a reasonable course of action to take. You just have to, one, make sure that you get the person's name right. Um, And also, hopefully, like the conversation went well, so that if the recruiter goes back to the person who you spoke to, and hopefully they'll be able to say like, oh, yeah, I had a conversation with that person and, and the conversation went well, I think they could be a good candidate for the role. Yeah. And of course, if it is a smaller organization or, you know, a closer organization, then that recruiter is definitely going to go back to that person that you mentioned. So you always got to make sure you got the right name, 
and that they have a good standing in the company too, probably. But I ask you these questions, Sarah, because you are, you're like the queen of the informational interview. So <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit more about uh, yourself and what you do and about these informational interviews that you talk about? Yeah, definitely. So I graduated from college a few years ago, and I know I had a really hard time deciding what I wanted to do professionally. Um, and a big part of what helped me figure that out was just conducting informational interviews, both with people in the legal field and then in other fields that I thought I might be interested in. Ultimately, I decided that I do want to go to law school and I'll be starting this summer, but I decided to defer from law school for a year uh, to start this podcast called What Do People Do All Day? And the idea with the podcast is basically to help people who are in college and a few years out figure out what they want to do professionally. And I do that by conducting informational interviews with people three to 10 years out of college. So I just wrapped up season one and then we'll be having a season two starting in the fall. Uh, so if it sounds like something that you might be interested in, it's available on Spotify, Apple and anywhere else you get your podcasts. That's awesome. And so, Sarah, quick question. Like when you were doing your informational interviews, what kind of industries or roles were you like doing inter informational interviews for? Yeah. So some of it was with uh, lawyers that I worked with, also with lawyers outside of the firm that I worked with in sort of different aspects of the law that I thought I might be interested in pursuing long term. But I also did a number of informational interviews, for example, with product managers. So a lot of my role uh, in my analyst role had to do with project management. And I thought that, you know, tech seems like a burgeoning field. There's a lot of opportunity there. It has, you know, a reputation for being having good work life balance. So I tried speaking with a number of different people who were in product management, and I ultimately was able to sort of figure out that across, you know, having spoken to product managers across a number of different companies, that it actually wasn't a perfect fit for me in terms of my interests um, and in terms of what kinds of big questions I wanted to be thinking about on a day to day basis even though it might have had some aspects of the role that were attractive to me. Yeah, and that just goes to show you that these informational interviews go both ways. You're also interviewing kind of the company, getting more information so you can make the right decision as well. And ultimately, I mean, you made the right decision, I guess, right? Yeah, I hope so. So I, I have a funny story about uh, informational interviews, because when I was in college, I was applying to a number of different paralegal programs, as I mentioned, and I had a number of conversations with people that worked at the firm that I ultimately went to. And those conversations were great. People really emphasized how substantive the role was, and they emphasized what a good opportunity it was to learn what it meant to be a lawyer, as I demonstrated in my example answer. But there was another law firm that I interviewed with where I conducted a few informational interviews with people, and I asked them about the role, and the responses were really rocky. You know, the responses were basically things like, oh, you know, the program is really in a transition period. I never really know what I'm 
going to be doing on a day to day basis. I don't really know what the sort of long term plan for this program is. And so for me, that was kind of a red flag. And I feel like that can be really helpful because you get a lot of the sort of real information about the day to day that you don't necessarily get if you're just looking at the company's website or speaking with the recruiter. Yeah, and that's so great. Like we could talk all day about informational interviews or you can check out Sarah's podcast, get more information about what she does and also learn more about what other people do all day. So we'll have all those links in the show notes. So make sure that you do check it out. So Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show today. That was great. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. My name is Michael Manzano, knowing soon that you will get your offer letter.